I think every single parent can agree working from home with kids is not an easy task. But think about the parents that have kids with special needs. Their stress level through the roof. And Deborah Bryant wanted to make sure that that stress level was not so high. Deborah is this week's guest and she knew that these kiddos, they needed to stay engaged. They needed to keep learning. It may look different, but she is here to help and she explains it all in this week's episode. What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. I'm Jill Devine and welcome to Two Kids and a Career. I continue to say that it is a crazy time we are living in and it is. And I feel like every time we start to think about, okay, here's the next step in this world. And I think everyone has come to the agreement that it is going to be the new normal. Nothing is going to be the same. But I feel like every time we figure out the next step, then we take a couple steps back and then a couple steps forward and then a couple steps back. But what inspires me, and I've said it before, and I will continue to say it again, those that don't give up, those who are adapting, those who are taking things and going outside of their comfort zone and making it still happen because I've said this before, life is not closed. It just looks different. And that happens to be one of my favorite sayings right now because it's really the only way to describe things. And that's how I want to get into this week's guest. I have Deborah Bryant with me. First of all, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jill. Thank you for having me. You are doing everything that I just said. You are adapting, you're evolving, stepping out of the comfort zone a little bit and doing things for other amazing people. And that's why I wanted to have you on. I want you to talk first, though, how as a mom, this is all kind of adjusted for you. Just the whole being quarantined, you are also working. How has that been going? It has definitely been a challenge for me. I am very driven um, in my career and have my own small business. And, you know, the routine was that I um, drop my daughter off at, at school every morning. I go and I just, you know, feel empowered all day long and I, I get to do the things that I love. And then I come home and I, I pick her up on the way and we do our nighttime stuff and I get to be a parent and I'm separating those nicely, you know, and then we have our weekends and we just spend all of our time together and we, we, we do cool things and I don't have to worry about, you know, so much work stuff um, with, with the exception of the occasional emergency. Um, right. But now it's, it's totally, <laughs> it's, it's all thrown together. Um, I am you know, in my own environment, I don't get to change hats, really. I'm just, you know, keeping them all on at the same time. Um, I am trying to do Zoom meetings and and do what I need to do for work with my colleagues. And my four-year-old is pulling at me, jumping on the call, you know, <laughs> asking mm-hmm. for another snack. Um, so none of it is separated anymore. And it kind of leads you to that feeling where you're doing none of it well. Um, and I think that's been the hardest part it's, for me. It's been interesting that you say that. There there are a couple of things that I thought about is 
you know, same deal when you're trying to, whether it's work or get a workout in and your kids are all over you. Um, and then I find myself thinking, you know, getting really short with them, you know, mom just needs to do this. And then I switch back to the, okay, they don't understand. They don't get it. Take a minute, explain. And then I go back to, okay, I'm trying to like right now I'm recording literally in my bedroom closet and I'm like, (laughs) honey, you got to keep them away. They can't make sounds. And then I'm like, what if they make sounds? Who cares? We're all in the same boat. We're all in that same situation where we know things are going to happen. But it is a mind boggling thing that emotionally it's hard to handle. And the other thing that you brought up, and I didn't think about this, honestly, just uh, last night, did a Zoom call with some of the different moms that are in my church. And one woman, she brought up exactly what you said. She said, I am now working at home where my computer is here all day long, which means my work is here all day long. But when I went to the office, my work wasn't at home all day long. And she's having a really tough time separating the two. And I, I don't know why I haven't thought about that. Like that's, that's a difficult task in itself because everything is in one setting. Yeah, absolutely. There is no, um, work-life balance. There's no separation and it's, you know, those are the boundaries that we need sometimes to, I think, feel successful in both environments. Um, so it is, it's definitely a whole new a whole new world with respect to that. Yeah. Let's talk about the well two businesses, right? That you own or that you're a part of. Should we start with the consulting services first? Yeah, sure. Um so my main and primary business is um I have a pediatric therapeutic center um that treats uh children with developmental disabilities, mostly autism. And um, it's been my passion for over 20 years. Um, I absolutely uh, warms my heart, um, gives me, you know, a purpose to help these children succeed. And, you know, now as our company has grown to enable others to do that and um, just see the passion in everybody every day and, and helping these kids and seeing their faces light up. And gosh, it reminds me that that is something I'm missing so much at this time is mm-hmm. to have our kids running around the office and, and laughter. And so that that's been, it's been a huge transformation um, to take my original business and move it to a telehealth platform um, because of, you know, just safety. We, we can't have, all these little kiddos and, and close um, quarters with each other and, and all the, all the adults that are needed to help them. Um, so that is my original business. But like I said, it, it's, it's a new, it's on a new, uh, a new level right now. So tell me about evolved life. So um, this kind of stemmed from my original business. Um, you know, we've had a lot of staff and I have one particular um colleague who has been amazing. Uh, as, as we kind of prepared for this pandemic, we, we saw the writing on the wall. 
we began to look at telehealth. It wasn't something that we had offered before. Um, and this particular colleague, her name is Nicole, and she's my partner in this venture. Um, she really stepped up and led us and, you know, knows her way around tech very comfortably and, and got all of our, um, our staff on, you know, on board and doing their telehealth sessions and creating this content for these kiddos uh, that was dynamic and fun and um, things that I just didn't even realize were possible. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of looked at that. And as we kept looking at pushing out this timeline of, okay, when normal is going to come back, when normal is going to come back, mm. you know, we're, we're, we're hoping to get to that in-person therapy again. It's not, it's not that the telehealth is not um, wonderful as well, but we, we miss the face-to-face and our kiddos aren't getting quite the same intensity that they were getting when, when they came into the office. Um, you know, we started thinking about our summer camps and, and all of those things that, you know, as a parent, I'm thinking, oh, just summer get here, summer get here. I, you know, school's closed for the year. I can get my daughter back in camps. I can go back to my normal life. Um, mm. And then to realize that probably wasn't going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, the virus is still circulating. And so, you know, I, Nicole and I talked a lot just about all the cool things that we have seen through telehealth and, and the, the dynamic interactions that we were able to create. And we thought, huh, maybe we should we should spin this into something where we can help more kids and even more help some parents. Um, let, let's create some virtual summer camps. Let's do something with this so that we can make the best of this current situation. All right. Let me go back to what you were talking about for your original business, but with the kids with autism, mm-hmm. I mean, they, everyone is struggling with kids but kids that have special needs, I can't even imagine what their little minds are trying to process or even for the parents. Like this has to be a very difficult thing. And and for you to know more about autism and be the specialist on it, how are those situations being handled? And, and what really are the steps? I mean, when you think about the autism spectrum all in all. Well, it's been an interesting time for our field um, because there had been some preliminary research out. Um, there have been um, several practitioners who've been using telehealth for a little while now to reach children in rural areas and so forth. Um, but to this new pandemic has been a, you know, it, everything has gone to telehealth. So we've seen major transformations with what insurance companies will allow um, and just kind of how therapy looks in general. We've got lots of new guidelines coming out. So this was kind of a, um, you know, an unknown, an unknown beast before, (laughs) before the pandemic really hit. And so everybody's out there, all these practitioners are trying to do these cutting edge things to help these kiddos because yes, it is, it is so hard for them. And, God bless their parents. They are, they're at home. They're trying to work. They're trying to parent. They often have other children who they have to homeschool and they're setting aside time in their day. Cause we can't just, you know, 
turn on a telehealth session with a child with autism with no support. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, 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 they're the therapists. We're coaching them through it. And they are oh, talking about having a lot of jobs and a lot of things. They are doing it. And they're doing it because they love their children and they want what's best for their children during this time. And they don't want to see them regress or lose skills. So um, it's it's been amazing just to see um the strength in the parents. Um, it's also pushes us and drives us to, to do better and to get more creative and, and to do everything that we can to help them through this unusual time. Um, we have kiddos at all different levels. So some are um, nonverbal and they're, they're, they're little. Um, mm-hmm. So we, you know, we've created preschool groups online. We've got songs and finger plays going. We've got, art projects going, we've got, you know, let's make Play-Doh together. We've got virtual flashcards and games and anything that we can to draw in our clients and make them want to attend to that, that screen and, and relate to us. So it it is definitely uh, a new world. So the virtual summer camps, which guess what? That's, that's the name of the game right now. Oh, wow. Um, Virtual summer camps. This is what you have created all on your own with Nicole, Mm -hmm. which is all about evolved life. And Mm -hmm. these virtual summer camps uh, for ages 7 to 13 um, are these virtual camps. And I and I have a few that I want to describe because I know a couple have already passed, but there are some that will be still coming up. But are these open to children of all shapes and colors and sizes? And by that, I mean, if they have a disability, if they don't have a disability, how does this work? Yes, absolutely. And that that was kind of our mission. We want to reach all children, um, not just the children that we, um, the populations that we know, but but all populations. We want to give kids back um the, the summer experience that they would have had, um, or at least something close to it. So this, this camp is open to all. We originally started at age seven, um, just because we thought, boy, all of these parents are, I think, pretty done with the e-learning stuff at home. And yeah. we didn't want to give them more homework, so to speak, over the summer. So we wanted to start with... Um, an age level that could participate mostly independently. Um, So the parent could walk away and have a little bit of a break because that's kind of, you know, traditional summer camp, how that happens. Um, We are looking at offering some younger to some younger groups as well. Um, Those will obviously require some parent participation. Um, But this was kind of the first, the first group that we launched and um, we're really excited about the content. All of these camps are going to be live and we're going to take all of these tools that we developed um, with our with our telehealth program, um, all of these cool interactive things, and we're going to add to them. And we're going to try to create this experience for the camper so they really feel like, you know, they're there. Um, it, it's not just a a screen. It's, it's a whole experience for them. We've got wonderful um, therapists and teachers who are 
curating and creating the content, the same, the same teachers who have been super clever and, and developing content for uh, our original population and then go going above and beyond that. So um, we're, we're really excited to see all of this come to fruition. How long are the actual camps? So the camps we have set up to be two hours. Okay. Um, we know that we, we've looked at a lot of different camps out there and they have those, those all day camps where you kind of check in and you come back and you, you launch the screen and then you go out and you do something. And we know that life structure is not, is not traditional right now. And Mm-mm. we felt like the two hours was a great platform to, you know, start off um, some content and, and give some, some projects and ideas to these kids so that once they turn off the screen, they can bring this into their, their day. Um, they can take these projects away. They can do them. We've got baking camps. Um, so they're going to bake and they're going to create this thing. And then maybe they're going to serve it to their family for dinner. And we're going to hear about that the next day. So they're going to bring this into their family environment, into their life. Um, and you know, it may start off on the screen, but we're, we're hoping that it follows them um, through the rest of their week. I'm looking at some of these camps now. Yeah, you talked about that uh, baking, but then the express yourself where, you know, they can get the opportunity to show their true colors and their expression and clay creations, uh, watercolor wonders, uh, things like that. And then there's the into the unknown, which when I see that, I can't help but want to sing Frozen 2. I'm not sure if I've seen it. So those are the different kinds of opportunities and camps available. Uh, I know that it is June 3rd right now. And so there's already been one camp, but the next camp, June 8th, that's when it starts. So you still have time to sign up for that. And there's one on June 15th and one on June 22nd. But let's talk about beyond. I, I know a lot of people... Well, let me go back. You can go online. What's the website to sign up for the camps? Um, it is e-volvedlife, all one word, dot com. And I'll also have all of this on the show notes at jilldevine.com. But uh, what I was going to say is moving forward, and I know that that's a really hard thing to think about because we don't know what the next thing is. We don't know what the new normal is. Do you think that maybe more virtual camps will be in existence for you beyond June? Yeah, we absolutely hope to continue this mission. Um, we, you know, we're looking at other offerings. So camps, classes, you know, hobbies, and, and maybe not even just staying with the pediatric genre, but moving into adults and, you know, having having an outlet for everybody to to have some connection, to have some sense of normalcy again, to still have those enriching pieces in their life. Um, And then we've also thought about, you know, the kiddos who are in hospitals and who can't attend these things normally and having, having something for them on a regular basis um, that continues after summer. So we're looking at all different angles with this and, and really the mission is just to, reach people and and give them back 
something that they might be missing during this time. I was a a paraprofessional for a little bit. And for those that don't know what that means, that is basically a substitute teacher for kids who have disabilities. Um, and, And I did that for a little bit. And it was eye opening. And it was also this was way before I even was considering kids. I can only imagine what the parents are going through at home. I I just I my I am speechless at this because I know how much work it is for you as a professional and how much work it is for a parent to have a special needs child and I can only sit here and and look on what I see and what I know. So it's just, it's really cool to see something like this happen. And it's really neat to see a community come together and want to support these kiddos. Do you have any advice to those parents that are at home with those kids that have special needs? And, and, you know, there's going to be a lot of hard days and, and just maybe something that you can help provide them and let them know. I think the biggest thing is um, even when we see the kids, you know, intensively throughout the week, there are always going to be wonderful moments and challenging moments. And you have to appreciate that. You have to know that it's not just going to be winning the whole time. Um, You know, with any child, um, with my own daughter, I face those moments where I'm just ready to pull my hair out and I just don't know how I'm going to go on with it. But these kiddos, they, they have so many bright spots too. And I think, and we have heard this from some of the parents, they're getting to see some of these cool things and these bright spots more and um, up close and personal. And those are the things that are going to carry them through because just like every child, there's going to be, there's going to be a challenge here and there. And gosh, I, I can't even imagine um, doing all that they do, but they're doing it, Jill. They're doing, they're doing such an amazing job. And um, I, my advice for them would be just to, you're, you know, tell them that you're amazing and keep going and keep loving on your child. You, you are everything that they do when they are is a result of the parenting you're doing. Mm. Oh my gosh. Like we see you. <laughs> That's what I keep seeing all over. We see you and we may not be there right then to tell you how ma- amazing you're doing, but we do and we see you. So uh, I'm going to get back to the virtual camps and making sure people know how to sign up for those in a minute. But I want to go back to the uh, business that you have where you do offer the therapy. I mean, I know you say it's all it's all through telehealth right now. That's what it has to be. But are you still accepting uh, clientele or how is that working for you? Yes, we are still accepting. Um, right now, everything is through telehealth. Um, we are looking at a plan to kind of reemerge, you know, but once our center-based practice is, is back up and running, we will continue to try to help people through telehealth, wherever that's an option. Um, if, if they can't, you know, if they live farther away or, or they can't make the time in their schedule to come into the office, um, we've seen enough success that that is something that we want, we want to continue with. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll always be taking on 
additional kids to see um, in our in our office, and we also see see kids at home. So, do parents contact you directly, or does it have to be something that's um, set up through their primary care physician? Physician, how does that work? Um, they they often reach out to us directly. Uh, most primary care physicians. Um, so, kind of our specialty is called applied behavior analysis or ABA. And when children get a diagnosis of autism, it might be the first time the parents hearing about ABA, you know, sending them back to the web and and searching for local resources, or we have some um, local neurologists who hand out, you know, a wonderful list of practitioners and and we're on that list. And um, they call our office and we help them work through all the insurance, um, red tape, and um, kind of get their services going from there. If uh, they want to contact you right now, what would be the best way? Um, Our office numbers are still open and working, uh, 314-838-1465. That is is still going on right now. Um, And then obviously we have our website and they can reach out um, our website is www.stlaba.com. I will make sure that, again, this is all on the show notes at jilldevine.com in case you missed anything or you're driving or walking or cleaning while you're listening and you don't have pen and paper handy. Uh, last thoughts, comments that you want to talk about and, and get to the listener before I send you along to enjoy your day. Yeah. Um, the one one piece about our camps that um, we did adapt and um, I, I want to get a call out to small local businesses. So we're hoping that we can pair up with some businesses that are struggling right now and, and might need some extra income or some extra marketing. We're looking for small businesses who kind of see some compatibility in, in our camp content. So, for example, we have our baking camp. It has been adopted by um, a local business on um, St. Charles Main Street, Old Main Street, um, mm. called called Baked. Okay. And um, the way that we're partnering with them is they are creating the activity kits for our camp. So, nice. yeah, we thought it was kind of a fun idea. And then they're also going to make a cameo during the camp. And they're going to teach a skill um, to the campers or show a process um, so that, you know, they can they can sample a little bit of their business at the same time. So we're 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 hoping that we can get some more businesses on board, whatever they might do. Um, And and just, you know, we're we're pretty creative so we can um, they can latch on to some camp content that we've already we've already dreamt up or they can uh, we, we can talk about creating something unique for them. What a smart idea, though. I mean, that makes complete sense. You definitely should go and check out Evolved Life. It's e-volvedlife.com and see where maybe your business can help out and help make a difference in these kiddos' lives. That's such a great idea. Thanks, Jill. You are so welcome. And Deborah, I have a feeling... And I say this to all my guests, so because <laughs> it's so true. I get so inspired after talking to individuals like you that I always say, I think you're going to have to come back on because I think a lot's <laughs> going to happen in the next six months to a year. And I just 
want to see and grow with you. And just to be able to have that resource for parents is amazing. So again, thank you for what you're doing and what you're offering. If you are looking for more information on the virtual camps or anything that Deborah can provide for you, just head to jilldevine.com. Find this podcast, the show notes. It'll all be linked there. And I wish you nothing but the best and tons of success. And thanks for doing this for those kids. Oh, thanks so much, Jill. And thanks for letting us share our story. Oh, and one last thing. Don't forget to sign up at blondinrealestate.com. You can see properties before they even hit the market, whether you're looking to buy or or sell. Again, it's blondinrealestate.com. And besides that, their website is beautiful and you can see the properties right there that they want to show you. They're local and they're ready to get you into the home that you so deserve and desire. Blondinrealestate.com. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career.